Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Previously on Crash and Fourier. Fred Le Marmot. Is that the name of the Canadian version of Punxsutawney Phil? And they found this rat dead on the morning that some guy from Saskatoon was supposed to stand there and hold this stupid rat over his head? Unfortunately, this is the state of my, my homeland at this point. Even the groundhogs are dying. This is Gresham Show, Wrong Show, Fourier. Gresh and Fourier. Boy, skates it out as the Boston crowd roars in Nashville. The second shutout of the year. For Jeremy Swayman, 5-0 Boston. Andy Gresh. He's a really good coach, and he also just an outstanding leader. You know, I think he's done a, a great job right from the get-go of galvanizing a locker room around a mission. As far as the timing of it, they've obviously, I want to give them the opportunity, you know, to, to finish, finish the regular season strong. You know, hopefully the postseason strong and and not be you know in in a cloud of uncertainty christian fourier and catfish is thrown on the ice with the puck in play i don't know about that five seconds to go in the period they play on paul trying to get loose i'm not sure what that fan's thinking whoever threw that thing we love the catfish but not while the puck's in play so that will do it for the period cole smith tried to get a shot away and you'll see the flying object coming in gresh and fourier right now in stadium side prepaid parking for season ticket holders um, um yep that's it on weei oh the bruins blue doors last night five nothing in nashville foyer yeah yeah yep, yep, that yep. is where we start what a uh what a great trip to have all of the uh, the companions yeah. on board. It was the siblings trip, I do believe it was for the uh, Bruins, and well, they uh, they win five nothing in Nashville. So the two games that the uh, that the siblings come on the trip, 
The Bruins end up going 2-0. They get the overtime win in Dallas. They uh, smash Nashville last night. And you get Marshan, Craig Smith, Bergeron, Forbort, uh, Frederick all score. Yeah. And a power, power play, play goal. Slump. Yeah, they broke their slump. How about that, huh? Power, power play Foyer yeah. was asking. They were 0-20. They were 0-20. Right? That's right. They go 1-4 for 4 last night. So get off the schneid. Yep. And uh, the Swayman with 28 saves. Really, not much to uh, complain no, about. Last no, night. it was funny. Like it, watching that game, if you it, okay, it must have been a Nashville Predator uh, uh, home team that I was watching when I replayed the game, because after every single goal, every single goal, their um, their just you know interest and like their mood and their energy just dwindled and dwindled and dwindled. It was almost like, oh, there they go again. This is why the team is so good. They're faster. They get to every loose puck. They fight. Oh, they do all the good things. Oh, this is why this This is why this team. There was more compliments to the Bruins than there was to the Predators. Right? It was like it was amazing how quickly the air and the life just escaped that arena. Oh, yeah. Because it was just, it was like, it was almost to one point where like, they, like the Bruins are almost getting bored with it because it was just so easy like and even in like in all the assists and all the shots and everything that they were doing was just it was like you're beating up on a poor disabled person, right? It's just like ah, you know, they're not even trying and they've given up. So listen, so so it, it's like the what is it when they were losing four out of five and then they had lost to Dallas and you know people were going oh no what does this mean nothing limped into the break nothing and now yeah they, nothing doesn't mean anything they have uh, picked up where they left off but uh, Fourier I know that you asked Andrew Raycroft yesterday he joins us at eleven o'clock every Thursday to talk some pucks here on Gresham Fourier uh, Patrice in the uh, post game talked about the power play. Yeah, of course you want some results, but I think first and foremost you want to create some momentum out of it. I thought tonight uh, we had some good looks even early on, and uh, that's what you want to you know, build from, I guess. And, uh, and tonight was a good example of how we want to play on the power play. That's exactly right, and uh, Patrice is uh, leading the way there. Now, Jake DeBrus didn't end up playing, and I know that one of the picks that uh, our uh, close personal friend, uh, William Q. Lanny Esquire, had yesterday in the uh, lunchtime parlay was pasta over the goal and a half because there were rumblings out there, even in Dallas, that Jake DeBrusque was going to give it a go last night. He didn't end up suiting up. And listen, it didn't hurt the Bruins. It hurt our freaking parlay. Uh, but it didn't hurt the uh, Bruins at all. Uh, getting a 5 nothing win in Nashville. And what do you know... Hockey has some odd occurrences, right? There's some things that happen in the world of hockey that some people maybe can't necessarily contextualize or completely understand, right? And uh, this would be one of them, ladies and gentlemen. In uh, Nashville, like Detroit with the octopus tradition, apparently in Nashville it's all about the catfish. Are you a catfish guy? You like like fried catfish? Sure. Listen, I like anything fried. Okay, how about absolutely anything for how about blackened catfish then or something no, like that? No, if, if you if are you, you got, pro catfish? I, of course. Have you ever gone noodling? It's a dirty fish though. Have you ever gone noodling before? No, no, it sounds really scary though. Oh. People don't who no, know what noodling is. It's usually the backwoods country hicks that oh, literally yes no, yes what they do no. they 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 waddle and wade around the water they find yeah it's funny they I can just see Gresh and they what they do is they find like a little a hole or some rock uh, where they where the catfish kind of yeah, hang you try out to find a fish and they use hole. their hand yep. as bait 
kind well, kind of. Okay, and the and the catfish puts its old mouth over your hand, and they pull the damn thing up like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It grabs onto your yeah. arm, and then you Bites lift you. it up, and there you go. Yeah, it doesn't hurt that bad. It would bad. freak me the hell no, out. No, it wouldn't. One it time, would freak me fine. the hell out. No, no, I would have some big oyster gloves on. I'd do it. I'm just telling you, don't besmirch my dadgum family, <laughs> because uh, I learned a noodle when I was like 10 years old. Did you really do that? Yeah, yeah I learned oh, a noodle. Oh, my God. I cannot believe yeah, that. Yeah, we it's went to freaking we, me out just thinking about the we water is murky and dark. Yeah. It's, it's not like the Caribbean where you can see everything coming. It's dirty, nasty, dark as hell. My old man, and then you can't see you go into water, you gotta you gotta close your eyes. My old man was a coal miner who at one point in time in the seventies, whenever they would go underground, they're bringing the little bird with them and they know when the to bird sure. kills over to okay, get the hell out of there. So the, like noodling is no big deal whenever you put it in the context of that. But uh the catfish got thrown on the ice. Way too early last night. In fact, the Bruins were up 4 nothing, And at the end of the second period, somebody made a hell of a throw of hooking this catfish on the ice last night. Now, here's what's interesting, is the way it was handled on each broadcast. Foyer, I would dare say we're about to do maybe our first A Tale of Two Calls. Okay. So this is what it sounded like when someone threw the fish on the ice with Jack Edwards and Andy Brickley on Nesson. And the fish is on the ice despite the lack of goal scoring by Nashville. <laughs> Paul tumbles to the corner and the period ends. Just <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> A catfish on the ice. The Nashville equivalent of the Detroit octopus. Yeah, what's not disgusting, though, is the Bruins play in period two. What true. a segue. True. What a true. segue by Andy Yes, true. That You're is, right. That is as professional as it gets yeah. right there. They weren't even laughing. Uh, well done by Brick. And uh, so that's what it sounded like on Nesson, right? Let's go to the Bally Sports Call down in Nashville. Here's what it sounded like on their broadcast, and boy, what an energy difference. Short-handed with Graham. Smith, stick tied up, not much on the shot. A catfish is thrown on the ice with the puck in play. I don't know about that. Five seconds to go in the period. They play on. Hall trying to get loose. And they will go ahead and play out the period. I'm not sure what that fan's thinking, whoever threw that thing. We love the catfish, but not while the puck's in play. Yeah. So that will do it for the period. Cole Smith tried to get a shot away, and then you'll see the flying object coming in. There's a young kid there just launching it over right at the end of the period. Well, hopefully they find the person who did that. They need to have some repercussions on that one. They threw a fish. It's not like they uh, It's not like they throw a bag of pucks out on the ice see, and everybody started falling down and didn't know which was a real puck. I, I hear yeah, some repercussions on that one. Good, there's so great. many things that, that I'm intrigued about, about this. One... Not a small little like goldfish. This is a large catfish. How do you sneak it in? How do you? Wow. I mean, I guess you go through the you know, uh, you go through the you know metal detector, so it's not gonna uh, you know not gonna make a noise. But just the fact that you're like, what do you very, put it down your pants? Very easy. Uh, really? Yeah, I think really. so. So you could sneak a catfish, a large catfish, into. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got to go small of the back. 
And if you, so if someone takes that fish, right? So what you would do is, this is the way I would do it if I'm trying to sneak that in there, right? So, of course, you know, sometimes I'll wear baggier stuff or whatever. But I think if you took that fish and you went right for the small of the back and the tail <laughs> of that fish went down into your pants, down near your boot crack, let's say, right? And you stuck that fish right there. And you just zoom, went right through security, you're good at that Yeah, point. you're probably right. But, okay, so here's why they threw it. Even though they were getting their butts whooped, okay? Yeah, yeah, this yeah. wasn't a Boston Bruins fan that did this. There was some dude that was like a Predators fan that said, I hope we win. If we do, I'm throwing this bad boy out there. Well, they get, they were getting their butts kicked. He's like, well, I'm not bringing this thing home. And, no, I saw somebody on the Twitch stream say, was, it a, was the fish alive? No, the fish was dead. It was a dead catfish. Twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. Somebody said, bag it up, duct tape it to your leg. Craig in Vermont. Not awful. It's kind of the same seems, thing. It just seems like a lot of effort to just to throw a fish out there. Well, the whole tradition of the uh, the octopus or the catfish or yeah, whatever. And, you, and then I what think, if you bring an octopus in? Like, you don't, Doesn't something have to happen for that to have any meaning? Well, I think you can kind of get those in. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> normally it's a hat trick or yeah. whatever in Detroit or something. Yeah, but again, doesn't matter. <laughs> Does it really matter? It's all about the fun of the tradition okay. of throwing something on the okay. ice. By the way, talk about what a winner so far. How about this? Bruins 41, 8, and 5, an 806 winning percentage, the best points percentage in the NHL, and the best record in the NBA is the Boston Celtics as we as we hit the all-star break at 42 and 17. What a winter it has been so far. We got a lot to get to, including Brad Stevens on Joe Missoula and Joe Missoula on Brad Stevens and the organization. We'll get to some uh, Celtics first half talk that we didn't get to yesterday. Christian Fourier might be right about something in the NFL. We will get to that at uh, 1045-ish. Whit Grosbeck was on earlier today with the Greg Hill Show. We're going to unpack something he said about Jalen Brown. And there is a celebrity birthday today that is guaranteed to make you feel old. We'll talk some XFL rules and do the NFL need to adopt them. And our great close personal friend, Louis Merloni of Red Sox Radio. He is our baseball insider. Lou Merloni, Merloni will be with us at noon. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. Hello, Friday. I've been waiting for you for a long time to just save me. When my life came crumbling down. By the way, music today by Terp's mom. Yep. Here's the weird thing. Here we go. Oh, no. What do you Wait, what? Just because you mentioned, well, keep playing it. Your mom put a lot of work and effort into this. Just because I mentioned Terp's mom doesn't mean we're going to get all Stacy's mom on you right now. Like, Stacy's mom has got it going on. I'm sure she's a you know, fabulous woman. Uh, I can't wait to talk to her at some point in time. Oh, but we're like the same now. age. No, nice we're part. the same age. It was weird. Like, Terp would not even be my oldest child. He would be the third oldest. Oh, my God. So your mom is probably going to end up picking a lot of music that I like because we have the same we're, we're, we have the same like you know background she put in some work on this i'm telling you when i got home she was all excited about it and then last night i'm trying to go to bed and i still hear music playing i'm like it's it's not that serious but it is but no it is serious it is serious well but, i'm glad that someone associated with this show see, is taking that's it oh, i take it serious can, i take no, it serious. oh yeah that's right you, you take it serious turb that's right I'm gresh not- yeah, you take it I'm, more seriously. I'm not saying that you don't terp. I'm Damn saying terp, that these young kids, they don't take anything seriously. There are those who, again, on week one, just sort of blurt out that they're going to handle music on Fridays. And you have certain hills that you like to live on and just like that. That is your hill. No, it's, that is that is your chew toy. No, Go you, ahead. You just Where's your peanut butter? You just haven't given me another one yet, but you will. This no, is just the one that no, I no, can no. hammer right now. First of all, first of all, <laughs> I concede it. I said, uncle. When I say uncle, you know it's what? uncle. That is I said true. uncle, and so I feel like we need to move on something bigger and better. But you also <laughs> re but you also reopened the door of all of I this did. as well. I well, I feel like, well, it's really it's Terp's mom's fault. I uh, and and why do we have to turn to Terp's mom to begin with? It's called the Glenn Ordway Shuffle. Oh, I got it. Deflect. I forgot where you. Deflect. I forgot. I blame it. Just, Except just you deflect. can actually sit on the fence and not <laughs> weeble or wobble or fall down or anything like that. Uh, well, we know that Joe Missoula has not fallen on his face as the head coach of the Boston Celtics. In fact, the guy did such a good job. They gave him the keys to the car yesterday. Joe Missoula is now the 19th head coach in Boston Celtics history. And of course, you got a big, yeah, big all star weekend this weekend. Woo! Can't wait to not watch that. However, uh-huh. Joe Missoula is going to be coaching. Now, Billy, did I hear correctly in your trending? Missoula has team Giannis, right? That's yes. Okay. Yes, sir. Giannis might not play in this game now. So apparently Giannis Antetokounmpo dinged up his wrist or something. So now he is. Well, the x-rays came back clean is what they said. Well, they did, but that doesn't mean he plays in the game. And how terrible in an NBA where they're trying to sort of clean up 
the fact that guys are either hurt or not available or don't want to go. And you have Team Giannis, and it's like, oh, there he is standing on the sideline. It's just it's so, like, apropos of the NBA. But yesterday we heard a little bit from Brad Stevens and Joe Missoula. And, Fourier, you and I yesterday touched on, is is Joe Missoula the guy because he's a great coach or because it's the person, Joe Missoula, that is connecting with these players and Brad Stevens kind of confirmed what we thought with what he said about Missoula yesterday. If I have the benefit of anything in this role that I'm in now, it's about understanding coaches and um, hopefully being able to identify and support talented people. And We have a lot of them, and Joe's one of them. And so for me it was Joe is – I know Joe will work his tail off. I know Joe will give everything he has to lead, and I know he gives a damn about everybody in – you know, in that locker room. Like, he really, really cares. It eats him up when something doesn't go well individually for a guy. It eats him up when, you know, he feels like he's let the team down. He's not going to ever come in and say, you know, I wish this person, this person, or this person would have done their jobs better. He'll always say the opposite. And so, again, it goes back to, like, the idea of now going into the playoffs. We're going to be in battles. Like, it's going to be really hard. The East is terrific. Obviously, the West is loaded up. Like, it's going to be really hard to win. And the hardest thing to do would be coaching looking behind you and looking over your shoulder. It's about looking forward. And if you're in a game seven, like, know that everybody in the organization believes in you. And, you know, that uncertainty is a race. You're, you've earned that. And, and so I thought that was really important. Okay. It's kind of what we said yesterday. Oh yeah, a uh, little you know. Let's remove the uncertainty. Let's uh, let's reward him for you know like a battlefield commission, which is what he kind of got right. So he 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 became the head coach because of the crazy set of circumstances. You know, threw him in there right away, and he's he's proven himself right at camp. By the <clears throat> yeah. way, too, it's not like there was a one month transition into camp so that everybody can get their ducks in a row. This was hey, camp's about to start. Oh my God! We don't have our head coach anymore. Yeah, no, no. I think this was uh, that was the big part of it, right? So, you know, I, do I want my head coach worrying about whether or not a move that he makes in the postseason is going to dictate or determine whether or not he becomes the head coach? Do I want him just, just you know, you know, coaching without a net, just you know, just doing the best thing mm-hmm. that's for the team, regard and like not playing scared or coaching scared? Like this is this was an easy decision. This is a real easy decision. The thing that kind of stands out to me is kind of something that we touched on the other day is just, you know, like, you know, he it, it kind of gets to him when things don't go right, right? He feels it. Like, he he does have a little bit of jerkishness in him. He has some dismissiveness in him. Mm-hmm. He has some Bill Belichick in him when I'm like, uh-oh, man, if he's doing this when uh, before he's won anything, what's he going to sound like after he wins? Well, I think we need to remember that Joe Missoula is, what, 33 years old? So Joe Missoula at 33, 34 years old now, okay? So 33, 34-year-old guy who is thrown into this role. And let's be real. That's what it was. He was thrown into yeah. this role, and it's the whether you're ready or not to be able to handle it from all aspects. There are some people that can nurture you, But I think we also need to remind ourselves that this is a young guy. And I am notorious for making fun of Sean McVay. 
and the time that he went against Bill Belichick, and it was like the nerd who got asked to the prom. It was like, oh, my God! He I could not contain his, his excitement. And then the next time mm-hmm. around, yeah. you saw the guy, and he acted like, you know, he had been there before, and he acted like a normal human being. And it wasn't, you know, hey, look at me, Hercules, Hercules, all that. Like, yeah. And not that Joe Missoula is that way, but Christian on kind of the snarkiness or the snippiness, or maybe he takes it because a former college player at a high level at WVU, maybe there is still some of that player in him where when they lose, even though he's in the different role of the head coach, there is taking it personally like a player would. And I wonder if that's just maturity for Joe Missoula and that, you know, 37-year-old Joe Missoula might not feel that level of attachment that he still does right now. I think there's got to be some to that, right? Because I think the longer, the more you get a, have a microphone in front of you and the more you take losses like the Mavericks, not sorry, the Mavericks, like the Milwaukee Bucks loss, where I think he probably feels like he let the, his decisions led to the loss directly. I think that's why he was in such a crappy mood. But again, you mentioned the Hercules, Hercules. I will ask you this, Gresh. Do you think, like, Sean McVay almost got the benefit of the doubt, okay? He got the benefit of the doubt in that first loss. Say, hey, I was legitimately going against the, you know, the master in Bill Belichick. He he uh, he worked himself into a shoot because he got so amped up that he was taking on Bill Belichick. Do you think, or would you give Joe Mazzula the benefit of the doubt if he lost in the finals? Oh, God, yeah. Really? Because I do think there is the element of Tatum and Brown in all of this as well. Really, it kind of. So you'd give them a pass. But it depends on how they lose. If it is. Well, it does. I don't think it matters how we lose. In general. Oh, it does. In in general. Here's the reason why is because if it's close and late and they lose a seven game series and all three of those games came down to. Did you or didn't you call a timeout? Did you or didn't you manage the clock a certain way? What? what how did Doc Doc Rivers is an overrated coach? I'm I, you know I'm not I'm I'm among a group of people who really think that. But why do people love Doc Rivers so much? He gives good press conference, and what's what do people think he's known for? It's like the greatest inbound play guy in the history of the league, according to some. If Joe Mazzulla can't draw some of those up. Or you draw up a play with three seconds to go and you're, you know, the best shot you get is a 40-footer with a one-legged fadeaway. I think there'll be some heat on him. But if it's within the context of the game and we have Jalen Brown dribbling it off his foot or Jason Tatum going, you know, three for 15 shooting the ball in a in a game six or seven of an NBA final, I don't think a lot of people are going to be like, Dad, that stupid coach. Hey, he left the best I, player I, I in. I know. I, 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 don't think, I don't think he gets the benefit of the doubt. Well, it's easy and, to go after the coach when you love the players. No, and no, no. And we've now no, gotten to the point to where with the Jays that people love these guys. Well, but also – so you can't have back-to-back years where you blame the loss on an inexperienced coach. I don't think you can do that. Do like, I feel like the foundation right. has already been set. You've already identified him as a good guy. He has this battlefield commission. He's earned your respect. You gave him the job. Do you think they lost because of email last year? Listen, you have to tie the coach into the wins and losses. They had right. a lead. Like they were, they were, they had pole position. Like they, they had to close it out. They couldn't do it. I'm just saying. They also went against I, the Tom Brady of the NBA uh, I, when just, it comes to, to me, you know, close and late. Sure, but 
to me, this feels different. It, you've already – I don't think you can keep going back to the youthful coach. I don't feel like you can keep giving him the benefit of, hey, you guys, back-to-back years, okay, one more year. The, the players have developed to the point where they can't afford – because the games will come close. It'll be a one-possession game. There's no It'll question. be a side-out, okay, draw up a play. No It'll, doubt. It, that's exactly – and that mm-hmm. is ultimately my fear with him. So, all right, let's not worry about it. He's in charge now. If they end up losing games, it's not going to be talent-related. It's going to be coach-related. 100%. Mm. It's going to be coach-related. You no, mm. I'm not so sure about that. Again, la- how did they lose last year? Well, Jason the Tatum other, disappeared. D. White got exposed. Well, Pete yeah. got exposed. Grant Williams couldn't do anything. The, and Jalen Brown became your best there, player. There are more people, I think, out there right now that uh, uh, will be looking more at Jason Tatum if they get back to an NBA Finals than they will the head coach. Because then it comes down to, well, you know what? The superstars are the guys that are supposed to come through at this moment in the postseason, just like... Steph Curry did, who had an unbelievable NBA Finals. And there wasn't anything that Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown or even Ime Odoka could have done about that guy going off and hitting shots that you can't coach. That's why I don't that that's why I think it's it's too easy to just be like, ah, just pin it on the coach. Okay. No, well, no, what it's would not, have, it's, well, what it, would it, the it, answer have been last year in dealing with a guy like Steph Curry? who got hot as a pistol and was hitting shots from places where all of us were saying, God damn No, it happens. The but guy my, is just unbelievable. That's fine. My, my point is, it's like we've – I almost feel like that – we already went through that cycle. We being the Celtics, I'm the owner. We've already been through that cycle. Mm-hmm. Okay? So you're – it's like you got to grow up in a hurry. You, you, you're not – you can't act like a first-year coach. You have to act like a veteran coach. Because we're not, we don't want to allow that to be an excuse or a reason. We already did that last year. You can point to it, and you can also say Tatum. You can say this, but a big part of it, I thought that the uh, the Ime Odoka got out coached by Steve Kerr. Part of it was either the way he encouraged them, the way he motivated them, the way he you know uh, empowered them. Whatever. If He's Steph, got an unbelievable group. If Steph Curry is on the Celtics and Jason Tatum is on the Warriors, the Celtics win the NBA championship. And that's not to denigrate Jason Tatum, who's going to go down as an all-time great. But, yeah, I mean, again, it's going to be easy for everybody to pick at, at Missoula, which is the interesting part of all of this to me, because now you're right. Now it is the grow-up. And... I do think it's also on Brad Stevens to make sure that whatever level of hand-holding needs to happen with Joe Missoula, that it can. And when you hear Joe Missoula yesterday talking about the organization and how they treated him, I think that actually might be the case. Here's Missoula. Joe Missoula. Mr. Missoula. You know, I appreciate that from, you know, Brad and from the Celtics. Um, You know, ever since I've been here, even as an assistant, I've always felt their uh, support. I've always felt their communication. I've always felt their honesty. And so since I've been here, I always knew exactly where I stood. And even though it was an interim position, I, I knew exactly where I stood. I knew I was going to get a fair shake. I knew I was going to get an opportunity. Uh, I knew, you know, that I was just going to be able to do it, you know, the way that I thought to give us the best chance to be successful without any pressure because of that. And so because of their standard and their communication and how they treated me as an assistant, I just felt comfortable regardless. Do you think Brad Stevens will be doing the appropriate amount of, how should we, maybe uh, not helicopter coaching, but you get where I'm going with it. So 
I would say that if I'm Joe Mazzula, the first person I would probably talk to would be Brad Stevens. I think, I'm assuming, don't know, obviously, I don't think uh, Brad Stevens should hover. He shouldn't be kind of, you know, milling around. And and I don't think, I think that would be. should be available, but not hovering. No, I think that would, because what what would it look like if, sure enough, Brad Stevens is just always lingering and hanging around and, and like, acting like, and, like, just his his mere presence. Well, that's I think would be a problem. Like, who's in charge, really? You just named him the head coach. So I think I don't think you'll see Brad Stevens at all, like at all. Well, what I was going to say is that what did Danny Ainge do? No, but if it's happening, we would probably never see it because Brad would be smart enough on a game day to not be like like Parcells would be like standing under the goalpost. You know what I mean? Like there's not going to be any of that from Brad Stevens. But what happens in between games? What happens now in terms of the lead up? And here's the thing that I would love to know. And it's not that Danny Ainge never coached in the league, but what has Brad Stevens done behind the scenes? I am hoping at our Shots for a Cure on uh, March 7th when we're over at the Hourback Center, I'd love to ask somebody if the behind the scenes or the preparation part of things has changed with Joe because Joe Mazzola is there. Not because you don't trust the guy, but it is the, okay, we had a guy who literally just left coaching who went upstairs. Does he view the process of getting to game day differently and has maybe put something in place, whether it is the Ernie Adams of the Celtics or whatever? You know what I mean? No, I know. Like getting things, get it, like pre- preparing differently yep. to make sure Joe Mazzulla has absolutely everything he needs from a matchup and an intelligence standpoint against other opponents to be able to then turn around See, and do I think, his job. I think to that point, the best asset for Joe Mazzulla would be Brad Stevens. And Brad Stevens going through it, going through the beginning, going through the end, realizing what the most important thing is for a coach because he was one. Mm-hmm. So I think he would easily be the easiest asset, the most reliable asset for Joe Mazzulla if he needs it. If he needs it. Right. I'm do, here I, if you want me. Yeah, but I would say Brad Stevens probably didn't really want anybody hovering over him, telling him what to do. He was trying to you know create his own relationships, his own philosophy. And he was trying to manage everybody's personalities and attitude in real time. Doesn't need anybody running in there and disrupting it. So I think he's I think he's all on his own. 100% on his own. This will be uh this will be interesting because again, we've still got what, you know, 23 games or something before the end of the regular season. And uh what will this team look like as well? Is Gallinari going to get back in time? Who could be coming in a in a buyout? Cleveland, there's been a lot of talk of Kevin Love getting a buyout with Cleveland. I don't know if that would be a match for the Celtics. Maybe the availability of Gallinari in the postseason might tie into it. Don't forget to follow on Twitter and Instagram, Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I on Twitter. Get us on Instagram, Gresh and Fourier. (sighs) Yesterday we went through the way I would phrase things with my wife, right? It's either you can say, you were wrong. I was wrong, you were right, or I was right. Then you sort of walk down whatever road you want to. Well, I will position this in the positive way. It looks like Fourier was right about something in the NFL. Get that. We'll tell you what it is next. WEEI, WEEI, New England Sports Original. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the 
better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. First and goal, he's trying to shove Hurts over the end zone, waiting for a signal. He's in, touchdown, Eagles. The 46-yard pass to Smith sets up Hurts with another rushing touchdown, a Super Bowl record, by the way, for quarterbacks. That's his third. Well, that's what it sounded like in Super Bowl 57. And coming out of that game, Jalen Hurts with uh, three rushing touchdowns in that one. And Christian Fourier said something to the effect of, watch the NFL take away this whole wedge. And really, if you were to call it, it's really quarterback push, I guess you would say. Uh, what, you know the, what they're calling it? What, what are they? That's tush Push. Push, push. That's nice. I kind of like that. It really started Works when... Works in so many different ways. Well, it really started when USC went to well, that would uh, be the, Notre the, Dame in the early 2000s. The Bush push. That's right. Against Charlie Weiss. Uh, against Charlie <laughs> And then Reggie Bush took uh, Bush yeah. push to another level, but we'll leave that alone here on a, on a Friday morning. So according to uh, the 33rd team... Uh, the league's competition committee is expected to take a hard look at the tush push that was so effective <laughs> for Hertz and the Philadelphia Eagles this year. Now, pushing a ball carrier to help him move forward has been legal in the NFL since 2005 and legal in the college game since 2013, but the Eagles have really been the first team to truly weaponize it. So Dean Blandino, Good, excellent point. They weaponized it. Weaponized what it. What Bill used to do to every single rule the NFL threw down. Uh, Dean Blandino, quote: "I think the league is going to look at this, and I'd be shocked if they don't make a change." Uh, here is Blandino saying, "I was talking to Sean Payton during Sunday's game, and he said we're going to do this every time next season if they don't take it out." It amounts to a rugby scrum. The NFL wants to showcase the athleticism and skill of the athletes. This is just not a skillful play. This is just a tactic that is not an aesthetically pleasing play, and I think the competition committee is going to take a look at it. So, Foyer, yeah, you are right. Why there should be like some explosion or some fireworks going on? Here's I I I just no find another one. Um, Turk's really hammering the game show. Yeah, I know he is. He's he's stuck in a he's stuck up to speed. So um, I don't really need my football to be pleasing to the eye. Like that whole aspect of it, I don't really care. It's a it's you're right. It's a tactic that they have weaponized. I I love it. Think about like uh, 
But I do think that they will remove because okay, you 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 bring out a new tactic. You do the whole tush push, okay? Now me as a defense, just like the Wildcat and all these other things and the 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 introduction of the RPO, you need to find a way to stop it. Okay? And just because the Eagles are really really good at it doesn't mean anybody else is going to be good at it. They were 10 for 10, 10 for 10 uh, as far as uh, Jalen Hurts running for running for first downs, and some of those you know, were the tush pushes. So I do think it's interesting that now as soon as something is successful, people don't like it, they're gonna want to, they want to get rid of it. The only thing they will change is they will say you cannot push from behind. That's it. That's all you got to do. That's all they will say is so the tight end line's up there, the back line's up there, they get really close, he snaps the ball, he pauses for a brief second, and he just and then what do they call? It? I forget what they used to call it. Like so, the offensive line, but they really get their ass up in the air and they dig real deep, but their heads are almost like touching the ground. You're and then bur- the def- you're burrowing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the defense is trying to do that. Also, um, I just I can't imagine like no one will be able to stop this. Like you know what I mean? So I feel like they're the defensive tactics were wrong. I mean, if I know the offense is burrowing under me, I would just have everyone pause and then go after the quarterback. I would I would wait a second. The point is that they could they could counteract it. Well, and I think what we see every year in the NFL is whenever there's a new trend, yeah. defensive coordinators get a full off season to look at it and be like, they work on nah, it. All right, this they is will right. stop it. Why did the Wildcat flare up yeah. in 08? It was a little bit around in 09, and by 2010, people knew how to then handle the situation. It became things that you would teach your football team along the way. If they ever do this, here's what we know we can go to. Do it's you almost think, like a standard call yeah. whenever you see the formation because you're not practicing it all the time. Okay, do you think defensives have the ability to find a, a new tactic to counteract their tactic? There's no doubt. And you asked me about this play, and I was very much, it's all about the O-line. And this will prove it, by the way. So either the Philadelphia Eagles were truly weaponizing it, and the only way they were scoring is because they were pushing the quarterback over the goal line, or you're going to take out the push, and then you're going to find out that maybe Jalen Hurts and the offensive line is also pretty good at running quarterback sneaks when they need to. And, and I would say not everybody is you know can squat 600 pounds, bench 500 pounds, and is built like a you know like a square peg with legs i mean the dude is like rock solid the other thing that i saw with this which i thought was interesting is how it became if they really want to get rid of it and if a team really can't defend it they will turn it into a safety issue oh they will turn it into oh, a safety issue you they know will say what? it's not safe that is what they will do because that's always their like get out of jail free card for a play take, you're right. that they don't like Safety, health and safety of the players. I already saw it. Like this one strength coach was describing why the players' necks were more more vulnerable to injury and concussions because of the tax that they were using. Really? How about some of the hits that, that were in that Super Bowl when the strong safety was coming up just blasting them? Right. Like, come on, stop it. It's a short distance. It really is like an old school scrum. So any defensive lineman, any defensive uh coordinator. Go find a bunch of rugby coaches and ask them how to counteract it. I mean, that, that's the first thing I would do. Isn't there one on Bill's staff? Doesn't he have There's a rugby gotta be. guy? He's always got a like a lacrosse player Ooh, and a rugby player. No, this is where having given Nate Ebner a job is going to pay off. Yeah, big go dividends. research it. Here's your off-season plan. Uh, that's what he would tell him. Here's your job. 
This from uh, Ralph Vacchiano. The floor for Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts' new contract is higher than Bills quarterback Josh Allen's six-year $258 million deal, according to Ralph Vacchiano. Really? Get the F out of here with that. Jalen Hurts at Jeez. I mean, I, he, I listen, Gresh, the more we go through this, he may get it. Oh, listen. He may get it. Oh, I'm sure. Because they're what's bad, the alternative? They're ba- I honestly starting all over it. Let's get another Carson Wentz. Oh, you mean like in 2016 when they had a guy named Foles lead him to the Super Bowl and then they started over with a new quarterback? Because they didn't like the old well, one. Well, they made the mistake. And then they overpaid with, yeah. the guy. And then they traded him. And then they traded the other one. And now they ultimately kind of landed on Hurts. But, no, it would be very rare for the Philadelphia Eagles to reset the quarterback spot they after will, going to a Super Bowl. It's 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 amazing. So you, finally, you feel like you hit the lottery because you got a guy that you know you can lead the team. You be the CEO of the team. You know, say the right things, dress the right way, act the right way, and play the right way. You don't let that guy go. You don't. You then overpay fran- him. Then franchise him for a year. You can do that too. But he'll be so mad making $40 million. I know. He'll go from. Oh, I'm so angry. He'll go from $6 million <laughs> to like $39 yeah. million on a one-year guarantee. It's like I'm so, You guys don't believe in me. I just gave you $40 million. Because you know what? That means I like you. A guy, just- a guy who profiles like Hertz is also in Baltimore that everybody says is someone that must. You got to keep that guy. And what are they about to do? They're either letting him go or they're franchising him. So Jalen Hurts is different. Why? Because he's the guy of the now? 617-779-7937. Wick Grossbeck said something on the Greg Hill Show earlier today that caught the ear of us. We'll bring that back next. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 